There is a way, and that way is forward together. This is the John Peacock Podcast. Welcome to Season 2. Hey, welcome to the show. My name is John. It is great to see you guys. Happy Friday, Y Day. That's right, folks. It is Friday, Y Day. And uh, I'm just thrilled that you guys are here with me here at Live at 8 and joining me on every Friday, none other than Tommy Bowman and Dan Ruta. What's up, fellas? What's up, John? Morning to all. Happy Friday. Happy Friday, Y Day. How about my, um, got me a pop filter? I note I didn't want to say anything. I wanted you to bring it up. That's real nice. It makes so for a less nice. aggressive P sound. I guess I use I use P's a lot. And so Steven, he's like, dude, I'm getting you a pop filter. So if you are listening to to the show on mm. the podcast, well, you can't see it. So I'm just describing yep. to you guys as you're cutting the lawn. Yep. But they're um, noticing that the P's that's just landing they're landing much more softly. Yeah, that's right. Already. It's a nice pop filter. Similarly, nice. I had a pop tart this morning, <laughs> but wow. um, you know, you know what? It's funny. I had a pop tart this week too. I actually, I didn't. It was just the association oh. <laughs> thing went went quick. Okay. Come on, I wouldn't eat those. But now that you have, I did. Um, I will I say, three, three pieces of lose uh, last night. My so, body's a temple, guys. Yeah, so I, I didn't, clearly I didn't. I know, Tommy. <laughs> clearly. So uh, duck season opened on Tuesday. Congratulations. So um, we had an amazing, so I don't know if you guys, so here's how duck hunting works. I mean, it's, you got to get up at 3 a.m. I left my house at 3.15, got to the river at like 4.45. Mm. So it just takes so much time because you got to set out the spread, all the decoys. It's just, it's pretty intense, but you end up eating breakfast in the duck blind. And we had a great morning. We got 11 ducks. Jack did phenomenal. He retrieved nine of them. Uh, the whole reason I bring that up is two reasons. Number one, it's mainly what I like talking about uh, these days. But secondly, we had a Pop-Tart in the duck blind. Because nice. I, I cook breakfast. So I actually got, I actually got, um, I, I, I bring the eggs and I got bacon from Wheaton Meat Company. They have jalapeno mm. bacon. So I'm all ready to cook breakfast for the guys in the duck blind, but I forgot the lighter to start the stove. Huge fail. Huge fail. But uh, my buddy Todd had Pop-Tarts, so he saved Now, question. Do we think the guy on the patch on your hat eats Pop-Tarts while hunting? Oh, for sure. No. Now, about Pop-Tarts, don't ask me why I know this, but I kid you not, on the box for Pop-Tarts, Okay, we know there's a couple ways you can you can heat these things, right? Yeah. Myself, I'm a toaster guy. But it says, I, I kid you, take the Pop Tart and microwave it for three seconds. Three seconds. Just what will what will cook time of three seconds accomplish oh for a Pop Tart? So I haven't tried it, but if any of the listeners are out there and you want to just okay. help, well, I think you know, it's a good toast method, microwave yeah. for three seconds, see what happens. All right, so to you guys watching right now at wearemission.online or on Facebook, we would love to, to see your comments. How many of you would say that you like Pop-Tarts? You can, just, you can just reply in the comments. I will read through all of them. Um, and how many of you have actually done the three-second Pop-Tart warm-up? <laughs> wow, three seconds. And that's what it says. It says heating instructions. Microwave 
for three seconds. Caution. I know. I don't. Center trust could be hot. Yeah. Three, what kind of <laughs> microwave are you using? That's interesting. Shocking. So today is Friday Y Day, and we love to talk about all kinds of things, some of which don't matter, like Pop-Tarts, some of which do matter, like staying connected. That's what we're talking about today, staying connected. And we've been working through on Fridays uh, a statement that we've been reading from the book Canoeing the Mountains. We're almost done with it. Uh, But we've been really connecting what we're learning from this book to our why as a church, which is helping people find and follow Christ. And so uh, last week was around stay calm last Friday, which is super fun. Today is around stay connected, stay connected, stay connected. So important when it comes to uh, experiencing all that God has for you, especially right now. It's true in every season. It's vital in this season. Stay connected. So I'd love for us to dive into that conversation, guys. Uh, for those of you that are listening on the podcast, hey, if you would rate and review it, that'd be, that would be a huge gift to me. If you're on Instagram TV, why don't you go ahead and share this or like it? I don't know. That'd be great. Uh, if you're on YouTube, you can subscribe so that you don't miss any episodes. If you're on Facebook, Mission um, dot online, you can comment away. We love the interaction. So, what say you about staying connected? What do you guys think, hmm. Dan? What do you, you, you want to do? Yeah, I can jump in. Yeah, do I it. think about um, because it's Friday Y Day, and we talk about our why is helping people find and follow Christ. I immediately went to stories of connection and impact that I have heard this week. Hmm. And so I'll share some of my own personal thoughts about connection here in a little bit, if you're curious. But when I think about people who are being connected and having purpose, um, I think about the Meisters that had their watch party. They are staying connected with Hmm. their friends and they are showing up every single Sunday and they are hosting their watch party. They've got like 10 adults and 10 kids Um, the majority of which are their direct neighbors who have never been around mission. It's growing by people inviting other people coming to their watch party. Um, And they're like, it's, it's not the easiest thing in the world. Like Joe and his wife, Amy, like they divide, she runs a mission kids kind of watch party while the parents get to to get to connect as adults. But they're like doing that with other people, Hmm. having that level of connection and then connecting around the watch party thing. Uh, he actually said in kind of a, in a text back when he was sharing his story, he's like, guys, I hope this is okay, but I am in no hurry to come back to the building. I just think this is what God is doing yep. on our street right now. And Sounds like, like someone's being deployed. High five applause. You got it. Awesome. Um, yeah, I think about Sarah Bruno. She sent in a couple of pictures, their missional community. They are connected specifically around a, an elementary school in Keeneville. Yeah. Um, so, right. and, and now if there are any people who are under siege and feeling like they don't have connection points, it's teachers and school administrators yep. and principals, like where is my safe haven? Yep. And so this missional community exists to connect mm-hmm. and help this people group find and follow Christ. And they're like, hey, what can we do? And he's like, hey, uh, we've been well-intentioned. We want to create a space where people can get clothing. Kids can get winter coats when it's cold if they don't have them. We've got this old storage um, closet that we want to transform. We just haven't. And she's like, let us show up. And so their missional community went, transformed this entire closet, hung up coat racks, organized everything. And the principal's just like, this is a, this is a breath of fresh air. This mm. is encouragement. This mm. is showing up and helping us have bandwidth to actually connect to the families yeah. and kids that we exist to serve. So- Huge connection with, with purpose going on. Those are just a couple of stories. So, Tommy, I'll let it kick back awesome. over to you. Yeah, and as we've been talking about the growth track, both on the weekend here on Friday, Y Day, we always want to remind you guys of the growth track and your participation in it, 
finding connection through it is something we desperately want for you and not at all from you. Um, and I think from personal experience right now this fall and just what I've heard in the community and even with people at Mission is when COVID hit, everything went away. The frantic life went away. And so now that things are beginning to reopen, yeah. there are people that have this fear of returning to the frantic. And I totally acknowledge that. I experienced that too. As soccer schedules have come out and as this has happened, I've been like, oh no, but this has been so great. I've had so much free time, but I think I know we cannot let our fear of returning to the frantic impede us from our return to moving forward. In pre-COVID, like we as a church, like never before, we were moving forward when it comes to gathering, yeah. growing, and going. And so if you're like on the fence or maybe you're like, but all this stuff is reopening and I can't handle it. I acknowledge that. That is a real feeling, this fear. We're not asking you to return back to the frantic life, but we are asking, let's make a return mm -hmm. to moving forward. One of the best ways that you can move forward is through real, genuine, and intentional connection. There's that famous African proverb. If you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. And mm -hmm. we can't go fast anywhere right now. So let's focus on where we're going far together. Mm -hmm. and, and I'll wrap up this part with just saying what you said, John. On Sunday, show me your friends and I'll show you your fall. Any one person is the collective average of who they're around. That's right. It's true of me. It's true of you. And we have been so isolated, everybody, the last six months. And so who are you intentionally putting yourself yeah. around? The growth track has so many opportunities for you to make those meaningful connections. So some of my initial thoughts. I love it. Hey, tell me if you guys wouldn't mind to open up a page of your life. Yeah. Um, how are you guys staying connected right now? What does that look like? Yeah. I mean, it, our unfair advantage is our staff and our team. I mean, we just got, you know, we finish our week every week uh, on Thursdays praying together, you know? Yeah. And so awesome. we're on this mission together and we have, mm -hmm. we're vulnerable with one another. So I, I was thinking about this on my walk Wednesday in the morning. I don't know where I would be if I was just, if I did not have this team around me on a daily basis. I was dying to get back into the office. I, I couldn't do the on-screen thing anymore. And I just wanted to be around you guys mm. and our team. So you take that away. I don't, I don't know, honestly, um, where I would be because COVID this whole season has been hard with you guys. I can't imagine going through it without you guys. Mm. So that's been the biggest gift for me is, is our team and the daily connection I get with you guys. Yep. Yeah, similar, uh, that for me. Also to expand it, I mean, we're a part of a missional community. Um, mm -hmm. And so I have, we've yeah. been doing like brunches with another couple in our missional community, the nice. Sternbergs that live just down around the corner. Oh, that's cool. And so we get to see them a lot. There's a lot of connection that happens there. And then just uh, this past week, Wednesday night, um, was probably the strongest connection that I've had in a long time. We had our alpha team training. So Tommy was just talking about if you want to circle up with people, experience some connection, register for alpha. Well, our team got together for our training this past Wednesday night and we connected and it felt great to just be together. We got trained up. We sang together. We worshiped together. It was a time of like, we have just, I have been so hyper isolated. There are just things that have happened and we're just forced into a hyper isolated state that I forgot how good for the soul it is to reconnect. And it reminded me of uh, Henry Cloud, you know, author, pastor, psychologist talks about 
like how our cell phones, right? Like when you get off the plane and you land anywhere and you open it up, it says like no service. And then it goes searching for connection <laughs> until it lands somewhere. And you feel so secure when you're like, yes. oh, full bars and Wi-Fi, yes. awesome. And I just feel like we as human beings are, have been in this no service and are transitioning into this like searching for connection. Yeah. And there's an opportunity right here, right now. And I have been... I shouldn't say surprised, but surprised at how much energy I immediately get when yep. that connection kicks back in. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Johnny? I've been isolating. <laughs> uh, Mostly duck hunting. Yeah. So I've got- You love being alone. Yeah, I know. Um, so I, I actually have a few things come to mind. Tommy, as you said, our staff is such a, a gift in my life. I love our team so much. Um, you know, I'm, you guys know this. I'm not like an office person. It's hard for me to be in an office, but like I, I'm here all the time. One of the reasons is because I just love, I love being around our, our team. That's been huge. What a gift. I, uh, me and some buddies started a pastor's group. We meet uh, every other Monday afternoon, all lead pastors of churches in this, in the area. That's been huge, you know? So we, we kind of share just challenging things right now. I don't think that's probably ever been a harder time to lead a church uh, than now. So that's been really, really cool. You guys all know those guys that I'm in that group with. That's been awesome. Um, my street, man, I've just got the best neighbors. I'm with them all the time. Um, so, you know, this Sunday for the Bears home opener, we're throwing a big party and uh, in my garage and, you know, neighbor Dave smoking ribs and Tim and Tom and Craig, all their wives, everyone's awesome. coming by. It's just going to be, yeah. So, I mean, I definitely have a decent amount of time alone during the week, but I, I definitely, um, I'm definitely choosing to not isolate. And I think the most important community I have is uh, my girls. It's Kelly, Hallie yeah. and Hannah. And uh, something new I started this year was family devotionals every morning. I got convicted that I was doing a live at eight for thousands of people, some of which I don't know but I wasn't really spiritually like specifically investing in mm. Kelly, uh, Helen, Helen and Hannah each morning. And so something that me and Kelly talked about during my study break and it's been so cool guys, uh, Monday through Friday, 7:30 AM. We're there around the Island. I mean, we got this little Island in our kitchen and I've got a little Devo and we hold hands and we, we, we pray our family verse together. And um, you know, what I found, I guess with that, um, staying connected with them, but also in these other uh, groups is it's not always this instant major incredible experience. Sometimes it can be like the alpha training actually was for me Wednesday night, but I've, I've, I've noticed it's more of a, an accumulative effect. You know, I've noticed that it's more of like, I look back on a month and say, man, I wonder why that month was so great. And I look at all the intentional times of staying connected you know, and even now, you know, we now look back over the past couple of weeks and, you know, our doors, physical doors at 80s of Stratford Drive have been open. Sunday has now been an incredible experience of, of being with the 400 folks that are, are turning up. But I think that's important for you guys listening today is your mindset on connection, your mindset on staying connected. We, we are finding our way forward. And as I mentioned a number of weeks ago, the way forward is in with people but it's important not to look at it from this kind of instant three second microwave approach of a pop tart. A lot of times the, uh, the effect of community or as Henry cloud said, the power of the other, I love that book. 
is it's an accumulative effect. Mm -hmm. And so I would tell you right now that December 31st, you could look back over perhaps the most divided fall in our life uh, election year. And this is a unique election year. I can, I would be willing to put money on you. You could stand there on December 31st and look back over a very difficult divided kind of fall and say, and yet, man, my faith was rich. My mindset was strong. And, and it's because like you said, Tommy, show me your friends. I'll show you your fall. And so we wanted to do this episode today, this Friday to really challenge you guys to like, who's your circle? How are you going to circle up? We can help you with that. We want to help you with that through our growth track. Every single in every single uh, of the three courses are circles, right? Uh, some of you have graduated the growth track. Well, that's going to be then in your missional community, but we wanted to challenge you and encourage you today Stay connected, stay connected, stay connected, stay connected. There is a way forward. And that way forward is, is in with people. So yeah, it's good. And, and, it's so good, man. And do you, you have to, something that I learned practically this week is you have to take some kind of risk if you want to obtain connection. Hmm. And for me, one of the other areas that I've had great connection is with my neighbors. I'm on a cul-de-sac. We've lived around each other nine years. They've been neighbors forever. Hmm. We've spent more time than ever in the last six months. We've done watch parties every week. We're, then, then I was like, okay, we got Alpha. I always want to have Alpha in my life. I wonder if my neighbors would want, want to do Alpha. And here I am, you know, one of our pastors. So I get it. And I got my phone and I'm like so nervous to send this text. And, um, but I sent it and they're like, yeah, let's do it. And so now we're doing Alpha together, but that took some kind of risk. I was risking like, oh, am I pushing them too hard? Are they gonna think I'm weird? Because I already asked them to do church and now Alpha, whatever. And I think your greater risk good. is to not take that risk. And I, at the gym, an older guy who ironically is on our connections team, he said to me, he said, when I heard John say how much risk we're at being isolated and how the enemy's number one strategy is to isolate us, He's like, I just realized I was at greater risk then. So he's like, I, I, mm -hmm. I text Jackie and I said, I want to get my volunteer spot back on the connection. No way. He was here this, he was here this past Sunday. That's, that's and, fantastic. Yeah. And so I think that's what we're saying when we were this, we want this for you, this connection on the growth track, but you got to take a risk. You got to risk something. Mm -hmm. You got to, you got to get up off your couch, your chair. You got to move. You got to do something. You know, you got last week, on our show and this weekend I got fired up about the whole be safe, be safe thing. And, you know, I'm, I want you guys to know, I love you. I mean, that is coming from a place you guys know me, like actually really, really know me. I love our people. I really, really do. God has put a love in my heart for our people. And so that's where that intensity is coming from. I know intensity is not a fruit of the spirit, uh, but there's times where it's just like, Oh, I care so much. Mm -hmm. And I think what the media has done, it's done a lot of uh, terrible things historically and certainly currently. One of the things I believe that the media has done is it's, it's sold so many people this false idea that there is a life void of risk. There is no such thing. There literally is no such thing as life without risk. And I'm not, I'm not advocating for being foolish or being reckless. That's not what I'm advocating for at all. But I want you to know the greatest risk that there is, I believe this fall, is isolating. I mean, mm -hmm. we're starting to see some of the wreckage of what isolation has mm -hmm. caused in this church. 
marriages that are no longer married, uh, the suicide numbers, the addiction numbers. Guys, it is startling. Why is that? It's mm -hmm. because I think many people are trying to find a life void of risk. Well, guess what? That life on earth, it doesn't exist. The greatest risk that there is, is isolating. So how about instead we take a risk and stay connected? To me, I, I just believe that's, um, that is the risk we're, yeah. we're taking. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, there's risk both ways. Isolation does not guarantee safety. It doesn't. So you can risk in being in isolation or you can risk in connecting in community. And if anyone's listening and we're talking about this connection, this is not about are you extroverted and do you want to be around people? I'm an introvert. So this is not about energy and I love people. I'm a people person and, I want, and I'm extrovert and I want to do connection or, you know, I just like to just kind of Netflix and chill and be on my own and whatever. Okay. This is about Christ-likeness and your emotional, spiritual, psychological health. Yep. Those things are impacted in isolation. Those things are impacted in connection. Yeah. Risk is involved in choosing both. One of them is more how Jesus models and what promises will help you flourish. And so we're just trying to encourage you to take a risk assessment because you and I are not out of it and then step forward and choose connection. Yeah. I, I heard it. on a pod, I heard on a podcast really quick that the, all the noise that we experience on Facebook in the shouting and when we chalk it up so much as, Oh, they just want attention. And this person on this podcast was saying, actually what's happening is people are so starved for connection that's they don't know what else to do and so they go there and it seems wow. combative but it's from a place of they they don't might not know it they are starved and people are dying for connection and um i was like oh if you like step back and just really look at it yeah. you're like yeah of course and you you spoke to this in this series it's it's literally who god is three in one a god of community and connection that is put hardwired into our spiritual dna so we just got to live just live it out just live it out so stay connected, stay connected, stay, stay, stay connected. Hey, for the show notes today, you can visit johnpeacock.com. If you would, hey, sharing is caring. Wouldn't you agree, guys? Wouldn't you agree? Sharing really is. is caring. If you're watching us on Facebook, sharing is super easy. If you're on Instagram, it's easy. If you're catching this at a later date on YouTube, really easy. Uh, my nephew, Tanner, who both of you know and love, he watches it on YouTube and then he grabs that link and he shares it to, with all of his buddies. Well done, TP. Nice. Down in hot Atlanta. I see you. I see you, bro. I see you staying connected. That's what I see. And I love it. Um, this Go weekend. Bears. That's right. This weekend, man. Lastly, uh, how, how are we feeling about the, the Bears game on Sunday? I actually don't even know who they're playing, but I'm really excited to watch the game. Who are they playing? Anybody know? I, I actually nope. don't know either. I've been nope. writing. Full, I've full been transparency. Writing. I I think I knew the season started this weekend. I've been I've been writing a message. All, I've been writing card. a message all week. Yeah, oh, I'm well. curious to see how long Trubisky lasts. I'm ready to see Nick Foles. Okay, I've I've gone yeah. on record. Let's Dude, we in. just we just let down our entire audience. They we well, don't even hope, know what like the, to your point. Hopefully, it's proof that we've been working really hard for them on their. Yeah, well, I already told everyone. <laughs> I went I went duck hunting on Tuesday. That's right. Hey, we we, Dan and I were here. There we were, were, we were yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. We were here. Yeah. I knew, I knew this. Actually, I forgot. I already looked. Who are they playing? The Lions. Who are they playing? Oh, oh okay. yeah. Uh, I know. Yeah. Come on. They're like a high school football team, the Lions. Yeah. We need to win. We need to win out of the gate. Yeah. Um, anyway. Love you guys. Hey, have a great Friday. Friday, why day? 
Love you guys. We'll see yeah. you very soon. We'll see you this weekend for the culmination okay. of the way forward. The way forward is out with purpose. Pretty excited to preach that one. We'll see you guys soon. Peace. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. For more content or to access the show notes, visit johnpeacock.com. Until next time, keep your eyes open. Hold tight to your convictions. Give it all you've got. Be resolute and love without stopping.